I've never met a mum who feels like they're doing a good job. Oh, I bet, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I've never met somebody that's like, I am nailing parenting. Hey guys, welcome to the Happy Way Podcast, your go-to place for all things fun, happiness, well-being, growth, trust, and diversity. I am your host, Melissa Fideli, and I am here to inspire and connect everyone who chooses health and happiness so you can be your healthiest self and live life the happy way. Happy New Year, everyone. I hope every one of you had the most amazing Christmas and a really great start to the new year. We are all super pumped and excited for 2022 because Happy Way have so much in store for all of you. Now, today's episode is all about how you can get the most out of this year and how you can feel flourished and fulfilled. To guide us through this incredible episode, we have the one and only Sophie Gwydalyn, who is an absolute powerhouse and is a true example of how you really can do it all and live the life of your dreams. Sophie Gwydalyn has been part of the Happy Way family for quite some time and worked with us to create some of our super delicious recipes, such as our banana bread mix. Sophie founded Flourished and Fulfilled in 2020, which is a platform that empowers women to be fulfilled and aligned with their purpose and manifest the life they truly want and deserve. Today, Sophie is going to provide us with the tools, inspiration, and the resources that we all need to make sure that 2022 is the best year yet. So welcome, Sophie. Hello, beautiful. Thank you so much for having me. And what an intro. Oh, of course. I was like, how do I fit this all in? She's done so much. She's so great. How do I write it all up? Oh, you're so beautiful. Oh, no, we're really happy to have you on. So I thought to start to set the tone a little bit, um, I would love if you could share a little bit about your journey through life and business and just, you know, why it's so important to really find your passion and why you should never give up on your passion. Yeah, for sure. So for me, I started in the health and fitness industry in 2012 and It kind of was sparked by the fact that I had two really unhealthy pregnancies and I had gestational diabetes and I really didn't know how my body was designed to feel. And throughout that process, I started out in the gym and really took charge of my health. And in doing so, I was able to inspire so many other women and went on to become qualified in the health and fitness industry and write recipe books and develop my health and fitness app. And what I continuously found is that no matter how much I told women what they could eat or teach them and educate them on training and the benefits of training, there was this massive gap there still with within regards to mindset. And so what I was finding is that women would self-sabotage themselves just before they were about to reach their goals. And I found so many women were having children and not really dedicating any time for themselves and they didn't even know who they were or what they wanted. And so I went on and I did NLP, which is neuro-linguistic programming, and did a bunch of things in regards to changing and shifting mindset and behavioral patterns. And it was just like the piece of the puzzle puzzle that was missing for the entire time of being able to loop the difference between just telling somebody what to eat and how to train and them actually achieving their goals and having that total success. And so it has been so incredible for me launching Flourish and Fulfilled in 2020 and being able to see so many women's lives change 
um, being able to implement all those mindset things as well to my offerings. Yeah, beautiful. So it's really, you know, having all those health and fitness and nutrition goals is great, but until you achieve that mindset of believing in yourself and giving yourself that love, um, you know, it's really hard to achieve those goals. And that's why I feel like you work so well in both those categories because you're teaching women how to love themselves, but also to nourish themselves in every way possible, which is amazing. So good. 100%. So what I was finding is yeah. that within the mindset component is there were so many limiting beliefs that women actually held against themselves. And without even knowing, mm. because it was such a subconscious, unconscious behavior thing, without even knowing they were self-sabotaging themselves of achieving their goals. So being able to break through that and um, deconnecting and lifting those limiting beliefs and shifting it has changed so many women's lives and it's, yes, yeah, so powerful. Wow. So you use a lot of the NLP um, processes throughout your Flourished and Fulfilled program. Is that kind of what makes it different? Yeah. So, yeah. so all of the NLP teachings are done in a way that women are able to take charge of their lives and own their lives um, and yeah. flourish and fulfilled as a whole. We have so many different areas that we tackle and so many different price points and opportunities and free offerings because I do understand that, especially with the year that we had last year, is that everyone is kind of struggling in in regards to finances. And so, yeah, I definitely try and put out a lot of free content as well. And so we have things right through to our free resources and downloadables and free eBooks all the way up to our course where you work one-on-one -on -one yeah. with me. Yeah. Amazing. So really something to suit everyone, which is what we all need right now. So getting a little bit deeper into things, you speak a lot about living an aligned life. So what is what does that mean to you? And why is it so important for us to find a life that we feel aligned with that really matters? 100%. The only person yeah. that should ever determine our choices and the way that we live is ourselves, because the only person that has to live our life is us, right? And so when you're living yeah. in alignment, everything flows, everything just happens and comes to us. Instead of it being always from a scarcity or a place of fear or having to really chase or work hard at something, when you're in alignment, things just happen. Everything just falls into place. Your work life no longer feels like a struggle. You are no longer resenting having to go to work or having to do certain things because you've set really clear boundaries to make sure that you're actually only saying yes to the things that really bring you joy and take you closer to your purpose. So living in alignment has been the biggest shift for myself and also probably my biggest um, teaching to everybody else out there as well. So how do you come to find that? How did, what was your journey like to find that? I think it's always ever evolving in regards to living your most aligned life because like every single human being out there, we should be changing all the time and shifting. I think for me, finding out what my true 100% purpose was allowed me to live a more aligned life. And throughout doing my NLP course, uncovering what my core values were, which were developed in my imprint years of the first seven years of life being able to navigate what they are and being able to shift and move my life to be in alignment with what those core values are has meant that life just flows so much better. Wow. So it really comes down to what's most important to us. What are your values? And then working towards that and, and making decisions in line with that. 
Yeah, 100%. So one thing that I've said I want to do a lot more of this year, and I feel like you're an expert on this, so I'm going to get your insight on it, is manifesting. What is manifesting and how do we do it? Is it something we should do every day? How does it work? Give us the inside scoop. Oh, my God. Okay. So I am... Yeah, I don't even know where to start. I literally like, oh. Um, okay, so if first, firstly, if you haven't already done so, I would definitely recommend going and checking out your human design chart. Now, there's so many different places online to be able to do this that's free. And we all have a design type. Now, my human design type is a manifesting generator. So it means that my entire human makeup or genetic makeup is to manifest, right? And I manifest really fast and I see it happen really often. But the entire purpose, I guess, surrounding manifesting is putting it out there to the universe, seeing signs, seeing opportunities and being able to work towards it. So the thing that I often hear is that what is the difference between setting goals and manifesting? And it is so, so different because we do have to set a goal of understanding what we're trying to manifest. But in order to actually manifest the things that we're wanting in our life, we have to feel the emotional connection of how we will feel when we get that thing or that house or whatever or promotion or relationship. It is the emotional trigger and the emotional attachment that we need to embody in order to manifest that in. So in a way, it's kind of like, you know what you want and you're acting as if you already have it in a way. Is that kind of how it works? Like acting as if I've already got this beautiful relationship or I've already got this amazing car and I know what it feels like and I'm going to think about that and sit in that feeling. Is that how we do it? (laughs) Well, there's so many different areas that we do. So we do like a 10-day manifestation challenge, so to speak. And it's essentially stacking a whole bunch of different routines and structure surrounding manifesting the things we want in our life. And we do so many different things from creating a vision board to changing our wallpaper on our phone to adding the pop of colour of the emotion that is um, triggered when we think about what we want into our daily life. It is about setting and seeking different opportunities. So let's just say for an example here, we have somebody that is wanting to manifest new friendship connections, which I see quite often. And as adults, perhaps it's a lot harder for us to make um, new friendship connections. And so one of these opportunities is that every morning in the gym, you see a girl that's training at the same time as you, but you've never gone up to her. It's about creating those opportunities as well. And not just thinking that manifesting is going to fall into our lap. So going up to that person, introducing yourself and asking if they would perhaps want to catch up or go for a walk or you've obviously got that common ground there of wanting to be able to both work out, be healthy and fit. So there's a really good connection opportunity there. Uh, The other ways, I guess, in which we structure our manifestation course is the pops of colour that pulls you to that emotion. So if you're thinking about love, red, such a great color to be able to incorporate. And every time you see that, you think and embody love. And so when we're working on the frequency of what we're trying to attract in or the emotion that we're trying to attract in, it'll usually help us to be able to bring that in. Yeah, I love that. I've never heard of the color, the color concept at all when it comes to manifesting. And like, it makes so much sense in my head, but that's, yeah, I'm definitely going to start, you know, looking at colors differently now. That's 
I like that. That's a good one. Yeah, amazing. So you have so many amazing tools and resources in within your program that I'm already like, oh my God, I need to do this program this year. This is great. Yeah. <laughs> the manifestation so challenge. Um, I think we've got we've we've had over five, nah, probably closer to more like nine or ten thousand women now that have done the manifestation challenge. And wow five stars from everyone because it is so powerful. Incredible. It, it is just wow. magic. And there's something also so incredibly mm. um, powerful doing it in a yeah. group environment as well, knowing Absolutely. that there's thousands of other women doing it at the exact same time. Yeah, yeah it's just magnetic. Yeah. And you're all on the same page with things. You can share your experiences. And I think what makes it so good about doing it in a group like that is that you never feel weird to share things you know because you know everyone's going going through the same thing we all have the same kind of ambitions in this in this challenge really whereas in normal life you're like are they gonna think I'm crazy if I talk about this but <laughs> so that's awesome 100% and the other thing the other yeah. thing also that I find is that people think that manifesting is woo-woo and I think yes. that, yeah yeah <laughs> and I think that's also like a massive misconception because manifesting is simply knowing what we want and going after it. Um, it's putting it out there to the universe. It's definitely not a woo-woo concept and something that has been around for so many years. New year, new you. Get 20% off all our charge-up range by using the code POD20. Are you looking for a way to supercharge your energy, focus and motivation this year? Well, Happy Way have you covered with their charge-up products. This all-natural pre-workout will give you the energy you need to level up. Bursting at the seams with antioxidants, vitamins, minerals and nutrients, our charge-up powders are both gluten-free and vegan-friendly. Get 20% off all our charge-up range by using the code POD20. So if someone listening today has started off this year feeling really uninspired and not feeling like they have much of a purpose, what would you suggest they can do right now so that they can get just that little bit more clearer on what they want and who they are as a person? Yeah. So I, I would firstly suggest setting some really clear routines and structures into place. And I think having these micro routines and establishing what works for you every day of little small tasks that are achievable for you, not only allow you to be able to have that self-worth and that um, confidence boost, but also establish those little things every single day that make a big impact long term. So really look at your habits, your daily habits. Yeah. Yeah. I saw you did a post about this not too long ago, but how does one juggle mum life, staying fit and healthy, business, career, and everything else in between without pulling their hair out? Um, obviously, we're all going to have difficult days and some days are going to be harder than others. Um, but what are your tips on maintaining a bit of balance and staying calm and, you know, managing it all and juggling? Because you know, you do it so well. So <laughs> it is a constant juggle. Something that I always yeah. want to put out there is like, I am not perfect. I am def I don't ever want to be put on a pedestal because I make mistakes just yeah. like the next person. Every day. Yeah. yeah. Every yeah. single day. I think the biggest thing for me is having a really clear structure of time management and time blocking. And so when we talk about designing our ultimate dream, most fulfilled life, the first question that I ask people is how much time do you spend working on your life? 
not just in your life, but how much time do you spend designing and actively working on your life? And this is probably my biggest point here is that within the 10 day like manifestation challenge or flourish and fulfill find your purpose course we have a 5 to 6 a.m marker and that hour every single day is dedicated to you working on your life and what I've personally found is that when I dedicate time to actually grow as a person and work on the things that are important to me the rest of my life opens up and is so much better because I've given to myself first Now, the way that I time block out my days is ensuring that I have the kids school and things like that all set out in a calendar. And the way that I've got it set up is that I have different colors for different things. So I have a color for work. I have a color for the kids. I have a color for Nathan, which we co-parent. And then I have a color for all of my meetings that the team can see as well. And then from there, it allows me to be able to see where most of my time is getting spent and be able to execute moving forward where I want my time to actually go. And so it's really important to be really clear and intentional with your time um, and making sure that within the juggle, you're still setting aside a time, setting aside time, sorry, for yourself and also the things that are important to you. Yeah. Okay. So really focusing on that time management and organization So how does having, you know, kids play a role in that? I mean, I'm sure that would be hard. And for any mums listening, you know, what's a bit of advice you can give in in the sense to, you know, your kids are having a bad day or something else has happened. And how do you move through that? Oh, it's hard. It is so hard. For for myself, I have um, teenage sons now as well. So they're hitting puberty and they've got so many emotions and big feelings and things that we work through every day. And it's so unexpected. And I know that as a woman, I know what it's like to have my period and having those massive surges of hormones the week before. I can't even imagine how they're feeling as teenage boys. And then I have my little twins as well. And so they still have tantrums and meltdowns and everything in between. So the juggle is so real and it's it's such a hard mm. thing that we place on ourselves of that mental load, being a mum and making sure that we're meeting everybody's needs and expectations and driving them to basketball and football and everything in between, but also making sure that our work's not suffering and that our relationships are flourishing and our relationship with ourselves is still there. And yeah, it's a constant juggle. Yeah. Well, we just got to, you know, I mean, you're doing a great job and every mum is doing a great job. It is, it's just about, yeah, I mean, I can't comment. I don't have children, so I don't know, but I don't know. (laughs) I'm like, yeah, you guys are doing awesome. It's amazing. It's a big job. It is. Well, it was, it was um, interesting this morning I was talking yeah. to um, one of my team members and we were both just saying, yeah. I've never met a mum who feels like they're doing a good job. Oh, I bet, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've never met somebody that's like, I am nailing parenting. And that's something that yeah. I think is really important to note here is that every single mum is just doing the best they can with the best of their ability. And we're all in this together and it's definitely not a competition. And so many people place this huge emphasis on, well, my son walked first or mine has teeth or mine's sleeping through or whatever that might look like. And instead of causing that divide coming together to be able to connect deeper. Yeah, you're right. Like you said, everyone's doing the best that they can with the knowledge that they have. And That's all we can do in life, in every aspect of life, I guess, you know. We're going to talk about challenges and hardships now because 
you know, we all have them and that's something that happens all the time and we're going to face challenges this year, you know, but how do we grow? What are your tips on this? And, you know, things are going to happen. Things are going to slip up. We're going to feel shit some days. We're going to not want to get out of bed some other days or something's going to happen to us or around us or whatever. How do we grow through those moments and change our perspective, I guess, a little bit? And Or do we sit in the feelings? I don't know. Like, how do we... How do we get through that stuff? I love, love, love the fact that you've brought this up because I do think that challenges and hardships are a part of everyone's life. And I haven't met anybody that hasn't had some sort of hardship in their life, especially over the last couple of years. And knowing that you're not alone. And I think that's really important to note here is that if you're going through something, the chances are that somebody around you is also feeling that or going through that as well. I think the biggest thing of moving through a challenge or a hardship or going through a really tough time is knowing that tough times don't last forever, but also understanding that all feelings are valid and understanding what the deep root cause is behind it. So what I like to do within all things is be able to do like a reflective task. So if perhaps it was an incident at work or it was a project that went wrong or you're going through a friendship um, disconnect or relationship breakdown, is that what I always encourage the core students to do is reflect back on that of, are you happy with how it went? What are you feeling? Um, how, How do you feel that you went through that? How can you move forward? And especially in regards to like friendships or relationship breakdowns, there's so much good that comes from having a bad situation to be able to learn and grow within yourself. And when we look at a situation that perhaps hasn't had the desired outcome, that is our best teacher and lesson to be able to move forward to understand ourselves even deeper. Yeah. Wow. So really looking at everything as a lesson, you know, changing that perspective, I guess. Why is this not going from why is this happening to me to what is this teaching me, I guess? And Yeah, it's a good way to kind of move through those moments. So what are your go-to glow-up tips? So I know we all go through the challenges and the hardships, but, you know, after these challenges, sometimes there comes a nice (laughs) glow-up. When you need a bit of a pick, pick, sorry, when we need a bit of a pick-me-up to gain a bit of confidence, what are your go-tos in this area? What do you do? For me personally, I always make sure that I get my exercise in. Okay. It's such a beautiful way of being able to give mm. back to our bodies. And rather than punishing ourselves by exercising it or rather than looking in the mirror and picking ourselves apart, doing it from a place of love, which is so, so important and nourishing our body with good foods from a place of love rather than punishing it because we're not happy with how we look, we are feeding it and nourishing it and fueling it with good, wholesome foods from a place of love. The other massive thing for me is making sure that I take time to meditate, journal and reflect. I think it's only when we're actually reflecting back and knowing where we've been of where we're wanting to go that we're able to have peace and find fulfilment in so many lessons because when we're in those hardship moments, we might feel so overwhelmed with emotion that we're struggling to be able to see what the lesson actually is. And then when we're feeling better or we've moved through it, we can reflect back and be like, aha, that was what I did wrong and owning it to be able to move forward or um, be able to take that lesson on board. The other massive thing for myself is being grounded by the beach. And so 
Some people like the hills, some people like the city. For me, that's the beach. So I just really make sure that I take time for myself to just be still and be alone. I'm very introverted. And for me, it's it's yeah. about having my own space and being able to think on my own without having all of the kids and work and craziness yeah. happen as well. Yeah. So taking that time for yourself. Yeah. Finding the things you love and making time for them. Yeah. 100%. Always working yeah. on your life, not in your life. Yeah. So what are some goal setting and planning activities that we can all do to spark some inspiration and a bit of motivation in these initial months of the year? Something that we can kind of keep and just look back on to help keep us on track. So my favourite thing to do at the start of any year is to plan out how I want the year to go. And it is so, so important because how are we able to achieve our goals if we don't even know where we're going? So if we haven't actually Mm. sat down and thought to ourselves, where do I want to be come Christmas? Where do I want to be come January or this time next year? Where do I actually want to be? And so within our lives, we've got so many different areas. So we have our health and fitness goals. We have our careers. We have relationships. We have spirituality. We have our own internal um, compass of where we're wanting to be. So within all of those different areas, I encourage you to set really clear goals. And I like to work backwards from 12 months, six months, three months, and break them down into really achievable um, mini goals almost to reach that bigger goal. And what I usually find is that by about the three to six month mark, I've already hit my big 12 month goal. And the reason usually for that is because without knowing where we're wanting to go and having a really clear plan on how we're going to get there, we're just flying Mm. blind. And when we have a really clear plan on where we're wanting to go and how we're going to get there, it's a lot easier to be able to stick to it and a lot more motivating to be able to stick to it as well. And so having that, having that really clear plan usually will fast track that as well. I really love the idea of setting a timeline because I know for myself, I have, you know, I set goals all the time and I just kind of write them in my diary and I'm like, yeah, I'm going to do that. But you know, I don't set a time on when I'm going to do it. So it just kind of sits there. And then I get to the end of the year and I'm like, oh, I didn't achieve that one thing or that thing or whatever. But I feel like, you know, setting a big goal and then putting a timeline on it. And then, like you said, setting those mini goals to help you actually achieve that goal is so important because, you know, it's a surefire way that you're actually going to get there. You're going to go down that road. You're going to take the steps that you need to tick that off, which is, a good way to do it. I think that's how I'm going to set my goals this year is is put that timeline on them. Well, a really good one that I found for me this year was I wanted to run 10 kilometers and I'm not a Mm -hmm. runner. I am not a runner at all. So I broke it down six months, five kilometers, three months, two and a half kilometers. Now, when I started, I was running one kilometer and just absolutely gassing myself. So for the first three months, I was hitting that one to one and a half kilometers. And then I would do that one, like that one to one and a half kilometers, three times per week. And then I was like, crap, it's it's the three month mark. I got to get there and did it. And so once I did it once, that then became my three to three to four times per week goal. And so it was a lot easier to be able to achieve that 10 kilometer run when I had already worked my way up and established it. But there is no way that I would have been able to achieve a once off 10 kilometer run if I hadn't already built my way up. Yeah. So all about those little steps to help you get to the big goal and help you achieve it. 
So what are five daily practices that we should adopt this year to live a happier and healthier, more fulfilled life? Oh, I love this so much because it truly is the everyday things that make the big difference. Yeah, the little things. So for myself, it would be meditating. So I learned to meditate Mm -hmm. um, in 2019 and that's been just an absolute game changer. Daily Mm -hmm. journaling is also another massive one for me. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm actually going to go a little bit left of field here, but I do top three, bottom three. And this is something that I've done for maybe seven years with the kids now. And it started Mm -hmm. as a way of being able to expand their conversation level when they got home from school. So they would come home from school and I would be like, how was your day? And they would say to me, good. And I'd say, what'd you do? Nothing. What'd you learn? Nothing. I was like, surely you're not going to school and just learning nothing. And so we did top three, bottom three. Now, the top three is really good because it establishes what they actually enjoyed throughout their day. And the bottom three is even more important because they're such good lessons to reflect on. And so this is so, so important. Every single night at dinner, we do top three, bottom three. And it not only establishes the conversation to find out exactly what what happened during the day, but also as an Mm -hmm. adult to reflect on your good moments as well as your bad moments throughout the day because often we go to bed and we're like that was a really shit day or that was a really good day but what actually happened during that day and focusing on those individual things my fourth one would be to exercise daily now we have an Australian guideline that says 30 minutes of vigorous exercise per day and I know that a lot of Australians are not hitting that mark and it shouldn't be used as a form of punishment. You need to find what you enjoy doing and what you enjoy, um, how you enjoy moving. So just because I go to the gym and I like the feeling of lifting weights, it doesn't mean that's the right movement for you. Find what you enjoy doing. It might be surfing. It might be running. It might be Pilates. And whatever that looks like for you, do that daily. And then my fifth one is to drink enough water. Sounds so, so cliche, but such a big one. Our entire bodies are made up of mostly water and we just do not drink enough. Absolutely not. I love those because like you said, it's those little tiny practices every day that do make you feel happier and healthier and more fulfilled. So if that's what you're seeking this year, then find the magic in those little daily moments that you can add a little bit of extra love to to help you feel better about yourself. So love that. Um, And if you could give one piece of advice when it comes to those new year, new me goals, what would you say? Hmm, It would probably be, so 80, this is a random stat, 89% of new year's resolutions within 14 days have already um, like gone back on or not achieved, right? So that's huge. Wow, that's big. That's a lot. Huge. And that's why I'm like, "Hmm." so I think the biggest thing here is to make sure that your New Year's resolution is actually something that you genuinely want in your life. So the the reason and the the why behind me saying that is if you're losing weight for an external factor or an external person or an external motivator, 
the chance of you wanting that and sticking to that is very low because it doesn't come from an internal um, push, right? So it's not an internal receptor. And so when we're seeking external validation in order to achieve a goal, the chance of us being able to achieve it is very low. So make sure that it's something that you actually genuinely want to achieve and it's in alignment with your life. You're so excited to be able to actually get there. You can embody the emotion of how it's going to feel when you get there. And that is 100% the goal that you're wanting. And make sure that it is able to be broken into smaller chunks as well. So dream high, but make sure it's achievable. Beautiful. Amazing. You've got me inspired for this year. I'm like, yes, I'm going to go home. I'm going to do my timeline. I'm going to do all of these amazing things. But that was so great. So what's in store for you this year? What do we have to look out for? And what amazing things are you going to be bringing this year? So we've just released our brand new The Bod app. And I'm so excited for this because it essentially now encompasses so much intuitively um, into the mindset as well, but also customization Mm -hmm. within training, nutrition and everything in between. So that's a massive part of The Bod this year. In regards to Flourish and Fulfilled, I won't spill the beans too much, but we have so many exciting things that are coming to be able to help you all flourish even further and greater. And I'm so excited for everything that's coming to Flourish and Fulfilled. And it's definitely like my purpose, passion project. Yeah, amazing. You light up when you talk about it. It's so great to see. Yeah, it's beautiful. So thank you so much. That was an incredible episode. And I'm sure everyone's going to take so much from that. So Yeah, you're amazing. Thank you for jumping on and sharing all this with us. And I'm sure if anyone wants to learn more about it, they can come and check you out on socials. We'll pop all your links in the show notes. They can come and check you out. Look at your Flourish and Fulfilled page because, you know, if anyone's going to get their goals set for this year, they have to come and check that out. So, yes, thank you, Sophie. I really appreciate your time. Thank you so much for having me. Of course, absolutely. So, That brings us to the end of today's episode. Thank you guys so much for listening. And I hope you have taken even just one piece of wisdom from this episode that you can apply to your life to help you grow and be a happier and healthier version of you. Please like, subscribe, leave a review on Apple Podcasts and make sure to share us on your socials. Sending lots of love to you all. Bye. New year, new you. Get 20% off all our charge-up range by using the code POD20. Are you looking for a way to supercharge your energy, focus and motivation this year? Well, Happy Way have you covered with their charge-up products. This all-natural pre-workout will give you the energy you need to level up. Bursting at the seams with antioxidants, vitamins, minerals and nutrients, our charge-up powders are both gluten-free and vegan-friendly. Get 20% off all our charge-up range by using the code POD20.